0: And now, The Dave Kinchin Show. It's exactly the kind of time travel I envisioned. It is. Follow me on this, okay? It's not what you would think. We think of time travel as something physical. Well, it doesn't have to be. Well, in a way, right? You use your mind. You're, no, no, no. Your body doesn't go anywhere. Stay with me on this, Okay uh yeah we're we're gonna walk through this together okay you 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 go to sleep and there's a process in place where your consciousness travels back to your younger self you're alive today so you were alive oh if you want to go back 10 years ago you were alive back then too uh, assuming that you're at least i guess 10 years old right so you travel back in time with your mind into your old into the physical being of your younger self and as long as you're asleep physically your body's asleep and your mind has traveled back that far well what does that mean it means that the past and present will continue to exist unaltered but once you wake up whatever you did in that time now becomes history Oh, that's right, I'm watching too many X-Men movies. (laughs) X-Men Days of Future Past, you know, that that movie disturbed me for a little while. Uh, When I first saw it, I didn't like what happened to Storm or what happened to Colossus. It was just graphic, I mean, for a Marvel movie, but you know what? Listen, all these movies, like, you know, in the comic books, Wolverine's claws, he never actually killed anybody, at least in the cartoon, right? But those claws did all kinds of damage in the movies. I, I'm, yeah. No, I, I, I honestly, I, I absolutely love the X Men. Uh, the Wolverine trilogy is fantastic. I've, I've been watching that all over again. That's, you know, hence the time travel theme here. Okay. And uh, I'm now up to uh, X Men Days of Future Past, which I think is brilliant. Um, and uh, we're making our way. I decided I just, you know what, whenever I can, and this is not something I'm doing all in one day. Oh my God, can you imagine? uh or even one week or several weeks but um moving into uh, a space where whenever i have time you know let's get back into the marvel movies let's go because somewhere i just lost track i think somewhere around the avengers i've seen probably most of them you know but it's a great a great way to go back in time uh Well, it's, it's a great way to be reacquainted with movies that came out since, I guess we're going back to 2000 when the first X-Men movie came out. And I was a huge X-Men fan as a kid, okay? Loved it. And like, I'd get home from school and whenever the X-Men, actually, I think it was Saturday mornings. So... Uh, scratch that school wasn't wasn't there but um the the x-men cartoon was my favorite thing to watch as a kid and I, I waited as a cast there's got to be a live action movie at some point and then of course 2000 uh the movie came out and then I think the second one was 2003 somewhere in there uh and then it went on and on and on um And Fantastic Four was, well, fantastic. Uh, the Spider-Man movies with Tobey Maguire were great. Um, but I just, I don't know. I think at some point there were so many movies going on. Hulk was great. Uh, Captain America was great. Um, and then I think I, I missed a few. And then I, I wanted to see them. I just never got it. I didn't get a chance to. There were just too many. It felt like there were too many movies at one time. Like there's, what, 20 Fast and Furious movies? I'm being facetious, but get, you get my point um but um if anything i would love to go back in time uh so that i did more unboxing okay i just moved and uh well it's been a oh, it's been about a month or so although well, it's been more than a month uh, i'll just say that it's been more than a month um In my mind, it's just a month, but it's been more than that. And I still have boxes that I, it's like, okay. You know, and it's, it's, it's again, finding the time, which I'd have the time if I wasn't watching the X Men movies, right? (laughs) Maybe, okay. How about this? How about going back in time and slowing things down so I could watch the X Men movies and I could unbox everything and not miss a beat? How about that? Yeah. Oh, you gotta love it. Welcome in, everybody. By the way, a funky music mix there. We like to change the music up uh, in the old Spotify uh, Music Bank there. Um, uh, very cool stuff. Uh, that's funky, you know, that's funky. And I'm looking at a KISS album cover, Creatures of the Night. Uh, came out this month in 19, the early 1980s, 82. And by the way, I saw Todd Rundgren last night. So we've got some uh, funky sort of hip-hop-ish music going right there. Uh, and we've got some, uh, what else? We, we you know, <laughs> Kiss records, and uh, Todd Rundgren. So I listen. I listen to everything. We keep you. It, it, all this. No surprises here. Actually, maybe a lot of surprises. It depends on how you look at it. Uh, friends of mine will say, no, no surprises. That's just Dave. Uh, but uh, those who, I guess, don't know me, maybe there are some surprises there. Lots of music that I like. Uh, lots and lots and lots of music. Um, you know, first concert that I went to since the pandemic, since before the pandemic, last concert was The Misfits. With uh, the vinyl master Shane and I over on the Rock of Nations podcast, and, and by the way, we've got so much stuff Can I just plug that show? Well, of course I can. It's 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 our show. Um, <laughs> plug that show on the show, on the Rock of Nations with Dave Kinchin podcast, or Rock of Nations, whatever you want to call it. Um, Ron DK, you know, and, uh, uh, Dave and Shane, the whole gang. Anyway, uh, we've got so much stuff for you. It's crazy. I mean, I, I so I have been not just unboxing things, but just going through the archives and, and tapes and all, all kinds of stuff, still stuff that we haven't even uh, put out there yet, because uh, we had so many interviews, which is wonderful this year. Um, and, and, you know, we released uh, stuff when it was timely, but we've got some special stuff coming up. I mean, some great stories. Uh We've got members of uh, the E Street Band. Uh, we've got uh, Danny Zalisco, who are a member, uh, David Sanchez from the E Street Band, so one member of the band telling us about the early days of Bruce Springsteen. Uh, we've got uh, Danny Zalisco, who we uh, we ran uh, a good portion of that. There's still some stuff we uh, we have for you in store uh, coming up. Uh, just a world famous uh, music promoter, event promoter, Danny Zalisco there. Um, who's really one of the pillars of uh, what would become uh, Live Nation Entertainment. Um, so there's, gosh, I mean, what, what else? So uh, Mason Pace and uh, JT Lux two new musicians, fantastic guitarists and uh, rockers out in both California, uh, JT's out in uh, the California area, as I recall. And, uh, J, uh, and but yeah, JT is in Mason Pace in Florida. So we're just excited and uh, yeah, working on a lot of good stuff for you on the rock of nations podcast, just did some chats with Frank Hannon with the zombies on Frank Hannon of Tesla's uh, the zombies, of course, uh, she's not there. And, you know, uh, time of the season, that song, everybody knows that one, uh, which uh, the band said was actually a bigger hit in the United States. It was not a big hit in the UK. Uh, and of course they followed the Beatles uh, into Abbey road and had a wonderful live stream on September 18th, um, uh, as they uh, went back to revisit uh, Odyssey and Oracle, a masterpiece from the late 60s there. Uh, And uh, yes, 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 so much more. Annie Haslam of um, Renaissance. Uh, We love British Prague rock. And so to talk with Tony Kay from Yes, that shows up there and uh, of course and they're all numbered too so don't ask me what the number is for any of those shows i can't remember off the top of my head but it's all on the feed there rock of nations with dave kinchin and uh the vinyl master the great brother shane uh could not imagine doing the show without him love 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 the vinyl master he's got all of his record release information so if you've uh, if you're looking by the way if you're looking for some great music uh Releases, you know, just check out some of those shows and you know scroll through, and uh, you know listen to all of them. But when he gets into uh, the latest record releases, you you cannot you, you must write everything down because the vinyl master Shane does a wonderful job uh, with that. So, yeah. So anyway, great time there, but uh, you know not just going through those archives, but going through some old. Uh, videotapes from news reporting and uh, I you know I was, I was saying the other day I said I can't believe it's been almost 10 years since the uh the Penn State uh situation that happened uh the Penn State Jerry Sandusky case um which was one of the first stories I covered coming to Philadelphia actually uh yeah I think it was the first one um so I'm gonna we'll we'll talk a little bit about that not today but on, a, on another show uh dedicated to that topic there and I'll just kind of walk through you know, what was going on at the time, what we saw, um, what we were feeling, you know, in terms of, um, you know, reporting on such a, a horrible, horrible thing. And I think one of the biggest college sports scandals that kind of, you know, it was the first in a series of things. I mean, you had obviously the tragedy, the Larry Nassar tragedy um, uh, at uh, Michigan State, uh, my alma mater. Um, you had the Ohio State um, wrestling um, situation there. Um, there's, uh, you know, anyway, we're, we're going to, we're going to do a whole show on it. So don't, you know, it's not going to be here, but, um, you know, we'll talk about just kind of where the college sports world is in terms of accountability, uh, in terms of, uh, you know, just new regulations and, and, and again, just where everything is, has gone since that time, because a lot of things have changed. A lot of laws have tightened up. Uh, so we're going to look at all of those, um, things in future installments also taking a look at uh, how cities are dealing with gun violence Um, gun violence prevention trying to reduce violence trying to increase public safety Uh, many cities of course like philadelphia dealing with uh, uh, you know rampant poverty uh, the lack of educational resources for folks uh, the you know difficulty for many people to find access to jobs all of these things that go into gun violence we'll talk about all of that i uh, did some work for the city of Philadelphia, uh, managing um, a lot of the communications dynamics uh, that went into violence prevention. So I could talk about some of the programs that I know the city's doing. and uh, But, you know, looking at what is happening around the country, you know, and as it's one of the biggest stories, I think, that uh journalists uh, including myself have been reporting on so it's it's very important i think to walk through that uh, and give that a separate show as well uh because it it deserves all of that this i guess this is really more the, of a, a check-in of sorts you know i when um, oh, this this uh so the whole podcast thing is uh we entered that world. I entered that, entered that world in, uh, 2019. I think it was March of 2019. And, and the whole idea of, of this show was to try to do a news, sports and culture kind of conversation about, about various things. And, uh, we did it, um, originally as a, a live internet call-in show back when I was in college. Uh, and then I, I stopped doing it. Uh, I stepped away from it for, you know, a while, a while to focus on broadcast journalism. And then I said, you know, everyone's got everyone has a podcast now, of course, you know, and then we said, well, I said, well, why don't I just try this whole thing again. And so we mixed uh, news coverage covering different things uh, with just, you know, daily ramblings on life. And I suppose that's what this show is, by the way. So hopefully it's not too uh, annoying as I'm jumping around to uh, to different things. But I think it's nice to just be able to check in and uh, and and ramble. I mean, I guess no, I wouldn't say ramble. Let's not say ramble, but uh, uh, drop some expository analysis. How about that? (laughs) One of the greatest phrases I learned in college, expository analysis. Now, uh, so yeah, I mean, and and we'll talk more about this in the next Rock of Nations show since that is the music show, uh, which was kind of how we did this. We split this off into just doing sort of news, sports culture conversations you know i never get political i don't give you ideology or anything like that because i don't think that's my role so you're never going to get any you know ideology or anything and, and i think it's nice to just be able to have a conversation about what's going on and just analyze and just sort of go in depth and say okay here's here's what we know here's what's out there there's this there's this there's this there's there. this there's this and i hopefully just try to provide some uh perspective non-political perspective on uh you know what's going on and and you know if we can learn something together uh that's always good so we always mix in we'll mix in some interviews and and such on various topics um so yeah we we really uh put a lot of attention into the classic rock show i think over the last year and uh but i thought you know it'd be great i think after september 11th uh, the 20th anniversary i started thinking about this project again and i said you know maybe it'd be a good idea to just every now and then um, do this whenever we can. So, you know, this isn't going to be as uh, regular as the, the classic rock show, I think, because uh, well, for one, it's, it's, um, it's more fun to do. The, the classic rock show is a lot of fun. This show is fun too, but it's, it's a different kind of fun, you know, uh, and, and we just uh, have a steady flow of interviews that we like to get to you and, and uh, that type of thing. But yeah, i uh, more of a just classic ramblings on life. So in this case, really, you know, talking about music, even though it's not the the rock and roll show. Uh, Todd Rundgren at the Fillmore, great show. We had uh, Kasim Salt and the bassist for uh, Todd. Of course, they go back to Utopia or Todd Rundgren's Utopia. It, it was also known as in the um, the '70s there. But uh, we talked with uh, Kasim and uh, and did an interview. Uh, that's also up on the uh, the classic rock feed but then we ended up going to going to the show uh, you know we're checking out the show and it was it was great I mean you know I loved it I just uh, I I know um, can we still be friends from the Dumb and Dumber movie (laughs) growing up Um, and I found that I said let me find that song because I watched that movie Uh, Maybe about six months ago. Yes, going back to the '90s. The '90s are back, right? I mean, by the way, look at the fashion. Are the '90s back or are the '90s back? I mean, Dave Grohl has a book. The Foo Fighters are huge still, and they're they're touring. They have a recent album out. I think Green Day's touring. Weezer. They did a tour together. Um, You know, I'm looking at some of the fashion, some of the jeans, and you know, the the sort of shirt patterns that were big in the '90s. that that, the '90s are coming back, man. And uh, yeah, I think that's kind of cool. Um, when the 80s come back, it's always just for a party or for some event or just for fun. It's like, I don't think the 80s would ever, the 80s or 70s would ever come back in terms of a regular style, right? But the 90s, I don't know, it's, it's kind of permeated through everything. It's in a little bit of the music. It's in, I don't know, some of the movies out there. Yeah, it's, it's happening. The Friends Reunion, right? Friends Reunion, that was big. That was huge. Um, so anyway, uh, and there's even the, I think the Bill Clinton movie about the whole, um, uh, Bill Clinton, Monica Lewinsky affair. So that's out there too. So that's really going nineties in terms of a serious political, uh, side of things, but that shows really big. So yeah, the nineties are coming back, but, um, yeah, I will tell you, um, you know, for, for me, like, uh, Todd Rundgren is you know I just want to bang a drum all day you know that song and of course his work with Meatloaf and uh the tubes and, and such but what what an innovative performer. I mean first of all it was just fantastic to see a live show again you know um you know brought the mask of course and you know was very careful uh and this the film was more of an intimate venue it's like a big club almost fantastic venue you know it's not like a stadium or anything like that. Um and, uh, yeah, and, and, of course, the drummer, you know, just seemed like a regular guy playing drums, you know, T-shirt, and I think he uh, might have been worn shorts, I'm not sure, I can't remember, but it turned out to be Perry Prince, who played with, uh, what, the Tubes, Jefferson, Starship, and, of course, Journey. I mean, Perry Prince was a founding member of Journey, and, you know, there he was right up there, so there were three, the band was incredible, but with Todd Cassim Salton and, and Perry Prince, I mean, that was an all-star, all-star band, the saxophone player. And I apologize. I can't quite remember his name at the moment, but he was jumping from sax. I think two or three different saxophones there to, uh, I think a clarinet, definitely a a flute and keyboards and background vocals and just killing it. And the bongos too. So very cool. Um, but yeah, it it was, um, and Todd's obviously a local guy, Philadelphia guy, but just a, a legend who, you know, is, uh, gosh, I mean, in his 70s and still doing it. And, uh, you know, I mean, look, anybody who's up there in years, you're not going to sound quite like you did in the early days. But it was an outstanding show. It really was an outstanding show. And uh, uh, since I think the last show I saw was The Misfits. So, by the way, we're talking 90s. where We mentioned a little bit of hip hop. We mentioned Kiss. We mentioned Todd Rundgren. And, of course, The Misfits, all in one podcast. And this isn't even the classic rock show. So um we get really really diverse on that program so you got to check it out um uh yeah and of course i it was a how was the warmest hottest day but i was drinking a lot of water and i said all right so i I gotta use the restroom so i got up and right when i got up to use the restroom he played uh can we still be friends (laughs) so i watched from the back uh and held it um until the end of the song and then went to uh, <clears throat> really myself there and then come back um, you know I don't know if I'm just getting older and you know the water uh, the more you drink well uh, you know like I guess it has to go somewhere enough of that okay anyway enough of that um, but I, you know I, I can't tell you what live music does for the soul I mean just to, to be able to get out and and see a show was, was just fantastic and it was great uh, and I the Genesis show is what, something I've been looking forward to too, I I didn't really get tickets because the prices were insane, and I wasn't sure if I wanted to go. I didn't know if they were even going to make it through. I mean, Phil is really in a uh, a rough way right now. You know, he's uh, well. First of all, the, at least two members of the band uh, came down with COVID, so they canceled a bunch of shows in Europe uh, that they'll have to reschedule. Hopefully, they do make it to the states. But um, you know, we've been trying to you know pray for Phil, or just you know, because he's going through a rough time. But uh, but also, I don't know without Chester Thompson. Who was their live touring uh drummer since 77 or so? It's it's it feels different. I think it's gonna be different. Nick Collins is an incredible drummer, phil's Son. I saw him on the Phil Collins Not Dead Yet tour um about five uh, three years ago, three years ago. Um, but I just I don't know, without Chester there, it doesn't it doesn't feel quite the same. But you know, look, I'm not gonna pass up an opportunity to see the last domino question mark tour, because you know, hopefully it's not, but it could be. Um, and it's certainly looking like that. They're all up there in, in age. Um, and I, you know, I've decided that I want to get one of those double neck basses and guitars. You know, Mike Rutherford plays this. It's a, a double or It's an instrument with it's, it's a guitar and bass. Like there's a there's a electronic bass and electronic guitar in there. Uh, there's different models, all kinds of models. And I really want to play bass, but I also haven't played guitar in a while. So I'm thinking of uh, acquiring, buying one of those. uh, I'm not even sure there's all all kinds of brands, but acquiring one of those just to learn bass uh, while at the same time, you know, brushing up on guitar. You just, there's a toggle switch and you go from one to the other because in their songs, there's so much music and the time signatures are so unique that, you know, Mike Rutherford who would play Rickenbacker, Double Necks in the 70s would would switch. He would have to switch quickly, you know, to go from bass to guitar, but obviously... Uh, you know, well, Steve Hackett, who's been on the our our other program. Steve Hackett uh, was the the trailblazing guitarist in that band. Um, so I, I become more and more of an early Genesis fan. Uh, I have to say, um, you know, it's been a wonderful trip back in time. <laughs> uh, but anyway, yeah, as we look at the current days and where we are, just a quick little check-in conversation, random chat about different things and uh yeah get to, get to some live shows if you can be safe you know do everything you need to to do to be safe um but if you can see a show it's it's absolutely worth it especially these legends and music and it's not just on the rock and roll side it's on I mean I don't know if there's some classic hip hop artists out there touring or you know certainly you know some older country artists but see whoever you can because you never know. I mean we've I was just thinking the other day you know uh we we saw shane and i we saw the last jersey area philadelphia jersey area van Halen show because uh, eddie they didn't tour for six years and eddie of course passed away um you know i saw tom petty's last philadelphia concert he died like two months later i went out to a restaurant somebody said hey yeah we're going to the tom petty concert tonight and i was so bummed so I missed it but then they said no, no he's coming back so i went to the show uh after that uh in the summer of 2017 and you know it was the 40th anniversary of the um of the heartbreakers and you know just completely devastating obviously to lose tom petty um not too long after that uh about two months after that so far we've seen the last acdc show i mean i their last show last tour was in philadelphia now brian johnson rejoined the band they after some hearing loss there's that great album uh uh power up i think it is it's a fantastic album uh i really like it a lot i haven't played it in a while but i'm gonna play that again one of the best albums i think to come out last year this year to come out i think it was this year was it yeah i've got to double check pretty sure it's this year hang on let me just look it up right now we're on the old computer Stand by, friends stand by um uh, power Up uh, studio album by yes yes uh oh it was last year okay i, gu- I guess it was uh, wait, was it last year hard to believe yeah yeah so it's been out almost a year 13th of november okay but uh yeah shot in the dark uh demon fire realize great stuff uh through the midst of time is the latest single actually like, see this is kind of like the early days where an album comes out in like say November of one year and then in June of the next year, they're still releasing singles. So it kind of feels like the old days. I really dig that. Pretty emotional video too, kind of revisiting Malcolm Young, who passed away and some others. A um, really great, uh, good, good little video there. So, but I, the point being, see whoever you can, uh, whenever you can, because you, you just don't know. I mean, it's it's insane, you know, it really is. Uh, we're losing way too many people, you know, way too, too soon uh but yeah that's it uh check me out you know you can follow me on twitter at dave kinchin uh usa and uh instagram at dave kinchin what is that one at dave kinchin tv i forgot already oh boy it's been a long long one folks i'm gonna go back to i'm gonna go back to unboxing the boxes (laughs) take care until next time